1: You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician, a.k.a. the Stable Genius and Vocal Minority. And welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network, episode 359. What up, Lance Davis? What up, Gregory Castillo? Dilly dilly to them. Dilly dilly to everybody listening, watching. You know how we do it. We do what we need to win your leagues and win that cash. Although lately, I've been told that maybe I'm not winning cash. Maybe I'm just winning a Venmo. You know what I'm saying? Like someone sending me some Venmo money. Do you even actually feel the paper money exchange hands anymore? But I digress. We got a good show for you today as we finish the quote-unquote best weekend in football. We'll take our step back. We'll look at the takeaways, the trends, the analysis. And we will spin it forward to uh, Championship Sunday. Last weekend was the best weekend in football. This Sunday, in my opinion, is the best day in football. You get both of the conference championship games. and uh, Because, you know, the Super Bowl to me is not really even a football game. It's like an event. It's like a parade. It's like a national holiday, right? When it cares more about the commercials and the coin flip and the color Gatorade and the halftime show than the actual football that is involved. But, hey, you know I love football. I digress. Here's what we're going to do. All right. We're going to get into the news and notes. I'm going to give you what I got right, what I got wrong, my takeaways from the divisional weekend. Right. Then in our middle segment, we're going to talk about decisions that are out there for a few teams or people or entities, most specifically the Philadelphia Eagles. They're hearing a lot about what they should do with their quarterback room going into next season, and also the Heisman Trophy winner, uh, Kyler Murray. He's got some decisions to make, and we'll talk about both of those decisions. We'll lay them out. We'll let you know. I got a poll question up right now about the Eagles' decision. What would you do? Would you ride with Carson Wentz and let Foles walk? Would you try to have both quarterbacks on your roster and pay for both quarterbacks on your roster? Would you actually keep Foles and look to shop Carson Wentz, or would you do something else? Let me know what you think. We'll talk about that. We will... we'll 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 check in on that as we go through the show and then as always we're going to put the fun and functional sports content with my people the stats over beats cipher what we are going to do is we're going to update speeds versus the kids and i got some controversy that i need the cipher to kind of rule on and decide on about which pick one of these lovely 3 or 4 year old kids who i love um actually made in one of the games this week but we'll recap all of that let's get it on and pop in all right first thing that's interesting to me um gm ryan pace of the chicago bears interestingly enough left the door the door ajar to a guy like kareem hunt signing with them in the offseason okay matt nagy was the head coach Uh, of chicago was his coordinator over there in kansas city for his rookie year where by the way he led the league in rushing um and so i think it's very interesting you know some people are going to leave that door open i think there's only about a five or ten percent chance that he is in an nfl team or on an nfl roster next year but you know we talked about this a lot with great talent comes a lot of slack maybe to hang yourself with but also you know you get a little bit of um leeway shall we say, even if it's on video. So very interesting to see what might happen. Um, also, we talked about the Kyler Murray situation, okay? He has declared for the NFL draft. The question, if, in case you don't know, this is a guy who was a first-round pick of the Oakland A's in the Major League Baseball draft. I believe it was like seven or nine overall. Got a four to a five million, four and a half million. I think it's like 4.55, something like that. million-dollar bonus to play baseball. Then he goes to Oklahoma for a year, and what do you know? He dominates. He wins the Heisman. He gets the Sooners to the college football playoff. Now there's some people being like, yo, you might have a future in the NFL. So I ask you guys, all right, in the stats overbeat cipher, ch- uh, okay, what would you guys do? What would you guys do? Hopefully you smash that, la- la- that like button. What up, Strong Style? What up, everybody out there? Mendo Bruce, big things, all right? Um, my question for you is if you're Kyla Murray faced with beautiful options, What do you do? You go to spring training? You go to the draft combine? What do you do? Also, I'd love to know if you're the Philadelphia Eagles, what do you do? Wentz v. Foles. That's what I'd love to talk about. Oh, I like that, Lance Speeds versus the facial hair. Maybe the facial hair is winning. Maybe Speeds is winning. I'm going to be on a beach sometime soon in about three weeks. This joint coming off before that. But we'll talk about it. You know Speeds loves the kids strong style. We're going to get into strong style. I'm going to need you to help settle what one of the kids who I do love, what they picked Uh, for one of these games last week we got the audio i'll let you know to yourself all right so that's Kyler murray we talked about the eagles and nick Foles and carson wentz i told you about kareem hunt here's the other thing listen this antonio brown talk is starting to get a little bit much huh art rooney saying he doesn't believe he's going to be on the team ab has changed his twitter profile his social media profiles it doesn't say steelers wide receiver it now says all pro nfl wide receiver right so The other thing that's kind of like the cherry on top, they did this with Khalil Mack at the beginning of the season, is there's odds now for where Antonio Brown will be playing next. San Francisco 49ers are the favorites at plus 200. Then the Jets plus 500. Then Oakland, Arizona, Pittsburgh, Miami, Dallas, and Indy. Those are the top uh, seven or eight choices. I'm going to tell you right now, it ain't going to be Miami. Why would he want to go to a team that's just going to have a new head coach, doesn't have a great quarterback, doesn't have the pieces on offense? It's not going to be a team like that. It's not going to be a team like that. I don't think it's going to be a team like Arizona either. Young quarterback that's still developing, new system. Yeah, Fitzgerald is gone. He, he sees himself why would Antonio Brown go to a team that's further away from a championship than the Steelers are same as what I said about Kareem Hunt with great talent comes great leeway and leash when you have great talent you get to choose your destination why the hell would he pick a team that's less of a contender than the Pittsburgh Steelers are why would he be like you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna leave the Steelers and I'm gonna go play for the Dolphins. That makes no sense. Okay. I don't think this I don't think Oakland's a fit. I don't think Arizona's a fit. I don't think Miami's a fit because of that. Dallas, that's interesting. You pair him on one side with Amari Cooper. They've got that defense developing. Now you got an offense to go with it. That's interesting to me. But ultimately, I don't think that's going to happen. Indianapolis, very interesting to me. Remember, I've talked about like Le'Veon Bell potentially there. I think India is very intriguing. You put T.Y. Hilton and Antonio Brown together. I like that as an option. Okay. The Jets are the second choice right now at plus 500. Stats overbeat Cypher. You know this. You know I'm a Jets fan. It ain't happening, guys. Antonio Brown is not the piece on top, the cherry on top. The Jets are a long way away, okay? That leaves San Francisco, which I think is viable. I also think that if Pittsburgh would ever do some kind of deal, they would try to trade him out of the conference, you know what I mean, so they don't have to see him twice a year or once a year. But I'll tell you right now, with these odds, you know where I'd bet? I'd bet the mother-effing Pittsburgh Steelers are where Antonio Brown is. This is still fresh. The hurt is still fresh. The wounds are still there. People still feel some kind of way in a month, in two months, in three months, you know, right around March 9th when these things need to happen, the new league year. I bet cooler heads will prevail. I still believe that 84AB will be a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers, but I digress. Let's get into what I got right, what I got wrong going into this week. BDM says, my mom could play for the Jets. (laughs) That he better do Major League Baseball because one season of not hitting a baseball and his career is over. Interesting. He can always go back to football. I think that's interesting. We'll talk about that strong style. I do like the Niners as a potential. I think he's going right back to Pittsburgh, though. Lev Bell is interesting. Could he be in Chicago? Interesting. That's why they're thinking about Kareem Hunt as well. They may be in the market for a running back. I think when it comes to Le'Veon Bell, we're talking about some of the similar teams. The Houston Texans. The Indianapolis Colts, the San Francisco 49ers, the Green Bay Packers, those sorts of things. We'll see about that. All right, over the weekend, here's my biggest takeaway, though. We talk about all the high-flying offenses, video game offenses, 40 points a game, all that stuff. Well, guess what? Balance ruled the day last weekend. Kansas City, who advanced, they ran 33 times for 180 yards and four touchdowns on the ground. The Rams, you saw this with C.J. Anderson, for God's sakes. They ran 48 times, 273 yards, and three touchdowns on the ground. New England ran... 35 times. And by the way, Stats Overbeat Cypher, how about my guy, the stereotype, Sony Michel? If you had him in DFS lineups, you hit a little bit of geesh with his three touchdowns. I've been telling you that the way they want, the Patriots want to play, is using the stereotype, being able to run the ball, and boy, did that work in the cold, in the playoffs. And when it's time to punch somebody in the mouth, they're going to do it again. The stereotype, very important for the New England Patriots. They win 35 carries, 155 yards, and four touchdowns. That's my big takeaway. We talk about all this sexy offense, and then all of a sudden, it's the run games and balance that rules the day. I found that very, very interesting. In the KC Indianapolis game, listen, I was talking about quarterbacks with their first playoff appearance, that happened to Watson, it happened to Lamar, it happened to Trubisky. Hey, Mahomes was fine. He was the real deal. 278 yards in the rushing touchdown. I talked about Marlon Mack behind that offensive line and the Kansas City run defense. I got that wrong. All right, he only went nine carries, 46 yards. However, they they got pushed out of their game flow, right? The Chiefs were up big early. They didn't know what to do. I'll tell you what is a big takeaway for me coming into this after this now. Do the Kansas City Chiefs need a lead running back or not? Or do they think Damian Williams is that dude? Damian Williams, 25 carries, 129 yards, one tud, five catches. The man touched the ball 30 times. All right, so could he actually be the lead back? Or would Kansas City be in the market for a guy like Mark Ingram, a guy like Jay Ajayi to partner with a guy like Damian Williams? When I looked at the Rams and the Cowboys, I was telling you guys about how style made fight and how I thought it was going to be the Cowboys who wanted to run the ball, time of possession punch somebody in the mouth well in fact it was the other side i was like will girly be a workhorse or not that was my big narrative i told you guys that cj anderson had earned carries i told you i was off girly for dfs because i thought they were gonna mix in cj anderson but i had no idea they were gonna mix him in like this i mean listen you know, it was, it was uh, C.J. Anderson who went crazy. The question is, after his 23 carries, 123 yards, and two touchdowns, what will his fan duel and DraftKings price be this week? And, in fact, might Todd Gurley represent a value because they think it's not like this anymore, it's a little like this, but then all of a sudden the Rams who go in to play the Saints, and by the way, Sheldon Rankles, their, right, their run stuffer in the middle, Tor Achilles, I think, he'll be gone. Could that pave the way for more? cj anderson for more todd Gurley. i think that's very very interesting when i look at the chargers and the patriots game guys i told you i told you how much i love the chargers how much i've loved them all season and i did you guys know this real deal stats over beats cypher fantasy freestyle folks y'all know what it is that's right strong style the stereotype absolutely that's what i'm talking about hey By the way, Gregory Castillo, I like that. That kid, Jacobs, from Alabama. Alabama's going to have multiple guys. We know about Damian Harris, but they got a big dude, a bruiser. This guy, Jacobs, more in the uh, Brandon Jacobs kind of mold. That dude, I think, is going to be a beast at the next level. I agree with you, Gregory Castillo. I like that kid, Jacobs, out of Alabama. I hear you. That kid, Snell, out of Kentucky. Snell, yeah. You see his chest tat. I like him, too. There'll be options out there. Um, When I go to Chargers patriots as i mentioned i love the chargers all season long y'all know about this i said they were a complete team they just got boat raced you know and they were down 14 nothing they couldn't stay in their game flow they couldn't stay in their game plan and here's the thing i told you how much i love the chargers all season long but if you were here with me on thursday i literally i that's when i was almost vomiting in my mouth because jim ross and his daughter candace who by the way was amazing only went two and two but amazing um I I ultimately picked the Patriots, right? I went 3-1 last week. Um, The Colts was the only game that I got wrong. We'll check in on Speeds versus the Kids after that, after, you know, later on in the show. But I think, honestly, what I saw was this run game. Sony Michelle. James White with 15 catches for 97 yards. And let me tell you something else. That might repeat itself. James White is going to be that option out of the backfield again, right? They're going to have that secondary trying to worry about Edelman. And boy, was Edelman such a beast. Edelman, nine catches, 151 yards only last week. Outdone by Michael Thomas in that other game on the last game of the weekend. Michael Thomas goes 12 catches, 171 and a tud. Let me tell you about that game. I told you about Ted Ginn Jr. as a sneaky number two. I was close. I won't say that I got it right because he only went three for 44. But I didn't get it wrong either because he got seven targets, and they tried to help me out. The very first play of the game when Breeze got picked, It was they were taking a shot with Ted Ginn. That's how they wanted to do things. And I think, listen, next week, now the Saints are in the Rams. Remember that uh, Marcus Peters talking all that smack because Sean Payton was like how much they liked that matchup? Akeep Talib is going to be on Michael Thomas. I believe keep Talib is going to shadow him. So Marcus Peters, this guy who's talking smack that Sean Payton likes to match up, I think he's going to be on Ted Ginn. So I will go back to the Ted Ginn Jr. well again. I'll give you out my DFS lineup or nuggets for it on my Thursday show, right? But I think Ted Ginn is a good call. And FanDuel agrees with me. He is now the second most expensive wide receiver on the New Orleans Saints. So... Whatever I was saying, the algorithm over there caught up to it as well. I also was talking about Darren Sproles. I was a little off on that one, guys. I got to admit, I was off on that one. He only had three carries. He did catch three balls for 21 yards, but you're looking, more, you're looking for more than like six points in PPR out of him. So I was off a little bit on that. I was all over Michael Thomas. I believe Michael Thomas is now, I believe he's the top three wide receiver that gets picked next year. For me, the difference between these elite wide receivers Or which ones of them are like complete target monsters? And to me, it's Michael Thomas, because the number two is a big gap. It's DeAndre Hopkins, because the number two is a big gap. And it's Devontae Adams, because the number two is a big gap. Those targets make me like them better than Tyreek Hill, because there's other Chiefs. Better than Julio Jones, because there's other Falcons that are involved. Better than Antonio Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster, or whatever team he's on. You know, so those are the guys that I think about, but... Um, The magic did end. I thought the magic would end for Nick Foles, and it did. Here's what we're going to do when we come back. We're going to talk about, as you know, I'm a Jets fan, and there was a lot of stuff going on in Florham Park, uh, I guess, yesterday when the new Jets head coach was unveiled. Yes, I know about it. Yes, I know all the memes and stuff. We'll talk about it on the other side of the break, and then we'll talk about what I would do with these decisions, what the Eagles need to do with Fultz and Wentz, what Kyler Murray needs to do as well. We'll take your questions as well if they come. The number to call is 347-767-6614. It's your boy, the Spittin' Statistician here on the Fantasy Freestyle with the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Y'all Smash that like button, guys. We'll be back after this. Dilly dilly. mind what is going through that man's mind as we come back here on the fantasy freestyle on the award-winning fantasy sports radio network i hope you guys are seeing that lance davis knows what i'm talking about yo i don't know man i don't know what he looks like but here's the funny part okay can we're gonna get into this for a hot second okay um and by the way, if you want to talk about this with me, because you know I'm a Jets fan, if you want to talk about this with me, the number to call is 347-6, uh, excuse me, 347-767-6614. Again, the number to call is 347-767-6614. As we spend some time having fun with Adam Gaze. I mean, yo, Lance Davis, I don't even know. I don't know if it was acid. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Stats overbeat Cypher. Remember this. Do you remember strong style? You're right. It is the eye. Do you remember last year there was a Miami Dolphins coach that got fired mid-season? Do y'all remember what that was for? Do y'all remember the Miami Dolphins coach where some like Instagram model blew up his spot and put up a video of a Miami Dolphins who was working for Adam Gaze? Do you remember this? It was a video of him chopping up lines in the team facility, okay? And I'm telling you right now, I think gaze was yipped up. I really do. I think gaze was yipped up. I don't know, I don't know what he was doing, but it was wild, okay? So now I ask you, if you're Leonard Williams, if you're Quincy Inunwa, if you're, you know, Bilal Powell, because you can't, you're right, yo, you're right, Mendo. He got some good. Yeah. I'm in love with the Coco. Um, if you are one of these Jets players, because you can't meet him. You know, there's rules with the collective bargaining agreement. He can't talk to his players until, like, May. So this is all you see of your new head coach. Honestly, if you're Bilal Pow and you're like, that dude is my new boss? And he's like, in love with the Coco. Like... There's a problem here. like And, bro, he was starry-eyed. Like, it was a lot. I would love to hear what you guys got to say about what you saw with Adam Gaze. I'm a Jets fan, okay? I was talking to some of my contacts down in Miami. They say he alienated the media. They said he couldn't get along with players. They say he got into a screaming match with owner Stephen Ross. How do you do that? You're right, Strong Style. He's in love with the Coco. <laughs> in any event. By the way, uh, I got my man, uh, uh, Danny Otto, down there. We might need to clip that. We might need to clip me being like, in love with the Coco, as a drop for any time moving forward, I mention Adam Gaze. Because now I really want, you know, he he, he was going in. And uh, I'm a little concerned. I got to tell you the truth. The reports I heard were that he's not the easiest to get along with, that he's like so smart. He doesn't, he's almost a little like... um so socially awkward and he's a crackhead apparently like what do we do with this you know and then what they're gonna bring in greg williams as the defensive coordinator that dude is putting bounties on people's head you know you saw him in hard knocks he's a colorful character as well so you're gonna have a crackhead and a and a a big personality Oh boy, could they make a reality series out of One Florum Drive, you know? And the Jets, and uh, yes, you're right, Gregory, and he still got a job after that, you know. I mean, okay, Lance, you're, yeah, you want to respect them. Um, the one season where his quarterback was healthy the entire year, they went ten and six, right? They were he was trying to do a culture change, right? Jay Ajayi and Dominican Sue. All right, but I'm just worried what happens when you take that act the bright lights in the big city example ben mcadoo you know looked starry-eyed in his press conference didn't know if he was ready then started to like pound his chest you know and try and be the guy plant the flag of accountability and it blew up in his face, you know? So I would, want you know, yes, Lance, bringing in all the coaching intangibles. You're absolutely right. They need to holler at the spitting statistician, then. I could be a dynamic personality on the sidelines over there at MetLife. Like, I could do it, and I wouldn't even need the cocoa for it. You know what I'm saying? You guys see me all the time here. Stats over beats Cypher. You're absolutely right. Strong style. It is one hell of a drug but in any event I digress people I love what you guys are saying here um no no Lance Ben didn't have McAdoo didn't have the cocoa eyes you know but what he did do was try to like Napoleon complex a little and like try to like throw his weight around with the players you know what I mean talking about how uh you know with like Eli Apple and Eli Manning to be quite honest you know and I don't know that that worked for him in New York. And I'm worried if gays were to try to take the same approach here in New York. But listen, he needs a good dealer first because, you know, he was already using that Miami white. So, hey, that's besides the point. Oh, you're right, Strong Style. I'll try to remember the damn doll. You're right. You're right. I'll bring that. You're right. I should bring that. And damn it, then, like, maybe I I should load him up with some powder. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll, we'll see. But in any event, here's what I'm thinking. You know, we got a poll question up. I've told you what would we do with, the, uh, with Carson Wentz and Nick Foles. Let me tell you something. Right now, 42% of you are saying ride with Wentz and let Foles go. 28% of you are saying keep Foles and shop Wentz. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, to those 28%. All right, I got to tell you something. The, the fan base is into it, right? Like, oh, Foles magic and all this stuff. I was talking with Venmo Brian, our intern down there in the Pit of Misery before it. He was like, listen, as a Cowboys fan, I thought the Eagles were more dangerous when Foles was there. Listen, that's nice to say and all, but come on, all right? All right. Nick Foles' last year NFC Championship game and the Super Bowl were his two best games of his career. His PFF grade was something like 93.5 and 95. Ridiculous outliers for his career, okay? Also, Carson Wentz is on his rookie contract still. He is a cheap option for the next uh, two years, maybe three, right? so He's cheaper than Foles is going to be. He's younger than Foles is going to be. And I'm going to tell you this, he's better than Foles, guys, okay? I understand the fact that he's injury. I don't want to say he's injury-prone, but there is an injury concern. I understand that, and that's what you're thinking. Oh, snap, I'd rather have, you know, a guaranteed Nick Foles than go with, you know, Carson Wentz, and then all of a sudden I get five games out of again because he, like, you know... Breaks a collarbone or tears an Achilles or whatever it is. I understand that. But any player can get hurt in the NFL on any given play. I don't care if you're Eli Manning or if you're Sam Bradford, for God's sakes, okay? You can get hurt. So I don't think this injury-prone label is something that should really go into the calculus, okay? And honestly, Nick Foles is not consistently good. He's been hot a couple times. That's like you seeing three weeks of Ryan Fitzpatrick at the beginning of the season and being like, oh. Let me sign him. Let me sign him to a four-year deal to be my quarterback. That's not what's happening, okay? Listen, you squeeze the juice out of the orange. You got the run that you got. You thank him for his service. He never pays for another meal in the city of Philadelphia again, and you let him walk away. You do not give up on your number two overall pick that you made just two or three years ago. Who? By the way, last year, the year you won the Super Bowl for the first whatever it was, 10, 11, 12 games, whatever it was, he was one of the top three MVP candidates. He has it in him, just hasn't been healthy, all right? So the Eagles can't absolutely, like, kind of latch onto this and go crazy when it comes to um, when it comes to Nick. Lance Davis is saying keep both. I don't know that you can. You know, that's what it comes down to. I don't think that that's a financially sustainable possibility right try to roster both they won't be able to you know they have to pay carson wentz it's a mutual option and for them to uh for foals they have to commit to foals at 20 million dollars for him to be on this t- team on this roster they're not going to give him 20 million dollars to be a glorified backup which is not going to happen That's just smart. That's not smart, you know, fiscal management for their team. They're just not going to do it. Now, if you say they're going to do that and then shop Wentz, then I'm going to tell you you're an idiot and I got a bridge I can sell you. You know what I mean? Age, money, and the fact that Nick Foles is just not consistent. He's had now a run and a half. You know, he's had something like seven good games in his career, right? Remember what happened when he was with the Rams and Jeff Fisher? Frazy. Forget about it. You can't like maybe you're gonna say, oh, he's a scheme fit or something like that. But listen, you're gonna take your younger, more cost effective uh option. We got Clayton Trahan in the poll right now saying tag and trade. That could be interesting. That could be something they do, but at the same time, that's them not actually keeping both of them. That's them trying to get something out of Foles instead of him just walking away for nothing, right? I accept that. That could be something they do, but that's going to be to try to use it as an asset that they can leverage for something else, a third-round draft pick or something like that, whatever the case may be, right? So the fact that they will not both be on the roster. Big shout-out to everybody that's out there right now in the YouTube chat, people like Snorkel Ops, people like Strong Style, Lance Davis, Gregory Castillo, and the crew. Remember what Lance Davis says. Smash that like button. I got 13 people right now. Yo, like my ish, yo. Uh, You're right. Um, It is time to cash in the full stock. But the thing is, in order for them to do that, they would have to tag him, sign him, and then trade him. Okay, And that might be pretty complicated. They're just going to, unfortunately, I think they're just going to let him go. All right. Um, If they can work a sign and trade, that sort of thing, that would be nice. A tag and trade, okay. But that's easier said than done. Foles needs a whole season, says Strong Style. Foles has had entire seasons with the Rams, under Chip Kelly and the Eagles. Now, granted, under Chip Kelly. You know, he had 27 touchdowns and only two interceptions. So maybe, I don't know, like, if you're a Giants fan out there, if you can hear me in the sound of my voice, if you're a Giants fan, do you want them to say, sign Nick Foles in the offseason? If you're Washington, you want to go after Nick Foles? If you're the Jaguars, do you want to go after Nick Foles? Or do you want to go through the draft? Or a guy like Teddy Bridgewater or Terod? or Flacco, is Foles really at the top of your list? I'm not so sure, okay? I'm wondering. I don't know that Foles is the guy you're going to want to commit to. The Eagles need to commit to Carson Wentz. And, in fact, earlier today, head coach Doug Peterson has said that Carson Wentz is, quote-unquote, the quarterback going forward, right? So it's nice to think about, but it ain't going to happen. Let's go to the other question out there because I think that's, honestly— I think that's a bigger issue. And the question is, um, if you're Kyler Murray and you have a $4.5 million signing bonus with the A's and you've been drafted there and, you know, spring training, pitchers and catches report in, what, like 28 days or something like that? But then you got the draft combine. You've declared for the draft. What do you want to do? You want to play football or you want to play baseball? Now, I understand he said that football is his first love. Right? And that means something. But baseball, you're still going to get that competitive juices flowing and all that good stuff. You're competing for a championship, the camaraderie of the locker room. You know, you're still an elite professional athlete. And don't tell me like he's going to try Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders, Brian Jordan. Those guys were not quarterbacks, okay? Yeah, maybe you can do it as a cornerback, maybe a running back, not as a quarterback when you have to process the game plan and study and all that stuff to such a higher degree. You can't be gallivanting off playing some baseball, okay? It's not going to happen. He ain't going to be able to do both. He's going to have to choose. Now, He's already got, like, $7 million for baseball. Will he make a ton more? Not if he stays in the minor leagues. It's very hard to get the crazy Machado, Bryce Harper, Alex Rodriguez, you know, kind of contract that people are looking for. That may not happen, but he's still got, like, 5 or 6 or $7 million, right? Let's look at his path in the NFL. He might get drafted. Uh, scouts are saying he's not a first-round pick. Scouts are saying he's maybe a day-two kind of pick. So he have to prove himself. He's 5'8", guys. He's not even 5'9". You really want to take your shot on a 5'8 quarterback? You know, like people are saying right now in the chat room, Lance Davis is saying Flacco, Foles, or Draft Haskins. What if Kyler Murray was in that mix as well? Are you taking Murray? I don't think that's the way he should go. And here's the thing. That also doesn't even talk about or consider the damn brain damage that he's going to get playing in the NFL. Why in the hell would you take, like, a risk because you're not necessarily a top flight draft prospect, right? Take the risk of maybe getting a, a shot at more money but losing your brain cells while you can go play minor and then hopefully Major League Baseball. Still get generational wealth from your, for your family. Still get over a tens of millions of dollars in your career. And then be able to form a coherent sentence when you're 50, 55 years old to enjoy your family and the generational wealth that you have provided for it. Take baseball, dude. In the NFL, no one's going to know who you are. You're going to be a backup or a third-string quarterback if you ever make it. Then you're going to have to wait until your second deal, your second bite at the after after being pummeled for three or four or five years. Why not just play baseball, bro? Speeds the spitting statistician thinks you need to go baseball, all right? You're right, Lance Davis. He can get that up front in the MLB. Gregory Castillo is playing, you know, is saying, uh, let's see. Oh, is is Drew Locke going to be a a solid prospect? Listen, the way I think it goes, I think it's Haskins, and then there's a tier, and I think Locke, the kid Jones from Duke, maybe Greer from West Virginia, Maybe Murray are in that tier. There's a kid, uh, Browning in Washington, and some others. But these are going to be second, third round kind of guys. I think Haskins is the only one uh, who's really got a legit first round grade. I love what Lance Davis is saying, and I think that's what's actually happening. What Lance Davis is saying in the chat, and thanks to the 15 people we are now up from like 11 to 15, Lance Davis is saying Kyla Murray is leveraging the A's and Bean. And, that, and Billy, by Bean, he means Billy Bean. That's what I think is happening. Scott Boris ain't no fool, right? And he knows now he has something he can leverage. Hey, he'll just go on over here and play football. Someone in the chat room, uh, Castillo mentioned John Elway, did the same kind of thing, was drafted by the Yankees, right? And was like, you know what? I don't need to do you. Uh, I'll just go play baseball, right? And so he was able to kind of force his hand because he had other options, Kyler Murray has the same ability, right? He can go ahead and play this out. He can report to spring training. He can go to the combine. He can even go to the draft, and he can see what happens, and he, he has this out. The only thing that I'm not sure about Lance Davis and the others in the chat room is I think some of his guarantees and some of those contracts and some of those bonuses or incentives are specifically to not play football. So he's got to kind of declare, I think when he got drafted, he was allowed to have like, oh, we'll let you play the one year in Oklahoma like for fun, to be a college kid. But I think in his A's MLB contract is that He's going to exclusively play baseball. I think that's something the A's wanted in that contract. So now he can only play this out for so long. He can only leverage, you know, one against the other for so long. He's going to have to declare. I agree with you, Lance. You know, Russell Wilson, Baker Mayfield, those guys are able to do it. This guy is shorter than them. He's like 5'8", and he's got another option. When we come back, here's what we're going to do. We're going to settle the controversy of speeds versus the kids. We're going to talk to my man Venmo Brian about what he would eat. If he visited the White House Come on back It's Fantasy Freestyle On the Stats overbeat Cypher It's your boy Speeds It's been Statistician Dilly Dilly guys Come on back
0: Did you know that you can listen to this show Live on the award winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network Listen on the iHeart
1: Radio app The TuneIn Radio app Or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app she came with that sweet tight game a little most deaf right here on the fantasy freestyle with stats over beats cypher you know what it is with speeds the spitting statistician the stable genius and the vocal minority dilly dilly to y'all dilly dilly to the people outside of studio 34 they're watching the spitting statistician do his work and so we say dilly dilly to y'all as well dilly dilly there's people taking pictures of me guys what are we gonna do but here's the thing shout out to uh the people in the chat room talking about you know it is the sina- the safer financial route to go baseball i thoroughly agree and then lance you talk about the longevity of their career right that's exactly what i said i said you want to be able to not only make monies you want to be able to enjoy that money with your family you know when the time comes right and that's what i think is very very important we got that poll question up also i'm asking you what you think the eagles need to do right now 41 percent of you say ride with carson wentz let Foles walk 27% 27% say try to roster both quarterbacks, although I think that is financially untenable if you want to know the truth. 29% of you are saying keep Nick Foles and shop Carson Wentz, which is not what I would do, but what I understand some people think. And then this, you know, the thing for other, let's say. All right. Um, do I have my people's Venmo Brian And Danny Otto. Do I have you guys down there in the fantasy pit of misery? Dilly dilly.
0: We're always here. That's what's up.
1: (laughs) Now, Danny, you've heard this audio already, right? I have. So uh, you may be biased, but Venmo Brian... You know how we do it with speeds versus the kids. The kids are making their picks, you know. And uh, we played some picks. We were very helpful in playing the picks on Thursday. I got another set of picks in right after we did the show on Thursday. And I told my boy, like, the picks will count, but I couldn't air them. I already had the show, right? And so here's the thing. This is a young girl. She's like three years old, maybe four. Her name is Zoe. She was one of the kids. She was one of the kids that made picks last year, Venmo Brian, Okay. And here's the thing. Last year, she always picked the Eagles. She always picked the Eagles. And as you know, last year, the Eagles kept winning. So it became a thing that Zoe, her name is Zoe, that she became like an Eagles fan. And so, like, we were joking about it. I was joking about it with her parents all, you know, summer long and stuff. Oh, Zoe, you know, she's riding with the Eagles, blah, blah, blah. Her dad, one of my boys, Charlie Seif, got to love him, one of my peoples. He was in the rap group with me back in the day, Chronicle. Check it out. Um, He's a big Saints fan. He went to Tulane college, for goodness sakes. He's a Saints fan. We've done shows in New Orleans, all that good stuff, right? So the thing was like, oh snap, who's Zoe gonna pick? Who is Zoe going to pick? The Eagles or the Saints? Now, Venmo Brian, what I want you to do is I want you to listen to this video, and I want you, I want the stats overbeat cipher. I want you to tell me exactly strong style. I wanna say, I wanna see who does Zoe authentically pick? Let's play this audio.
0: All right, Zoe. Here we are. Divisional round playoffs. Time for you to make your picks. Well, she's, to ready. You who to pick. she's ready. Well, I'm not going to tell you who to pick. I'm not cheating, Dane. Okay. My boy's okay. like, oh, wow. I'm not cheating. Eagles. She, picked, she said, said Eagles right, right off the bat. Here. You sure you want to say that, Daddy? He'll be very sad if it's the he Eagles. He says Daddy
1: will be very sad if you pick the Eagles. Okay. That's eagles not okay. Okay.
0: Okay. The pick has been changed. No can we run that there. back a little bit? I was you talking over it. My Brian,
1: can we run that back like 20 seconds? It's she crazy. picks Eagles completely on her own without even knowing the matchup. Says Eagles, and then he's like, oh, daddy will be upset at you. Let's play that again.
0: Divisional round playoff. Time for you to make your picks. Um, well, I have to tell you who to pick. Well, I'm not going to tell you who to pick. I'm not cheating, Dane. Okay, wow. Eagles, before I even said it, you heard it here. You sure you want to say that? Daddy will be very sad if it's the Eagles. Saints. Okay, Eagles or Saints?
1: You can't say Daddy will be okay. very sad it if it's change. the Saints. You know what I'm saying? All right, so let's cut this. I got you guys. Lance Davis, strong style. you saying, it's collusion collusion what do you what do you want me to do shut down the government over this what do we think um oh wait that don't count strong style knows we're hearing it now okay so venmo brian danny Otto. what do we do with zoe's pick
0: that was very suspect it was very suspect right very suspect
1: yo the stats overbeat cypher you're right he pulled the daddy will be upset i have to tell you who to pick you're absolutely right strong style lance davis what do we do here guys what do you think venmo brian what do we do
0: she picked the Eagles. She
1: picked the Eagles? What do you think, Danny?
0: I think it's the Eagles. You think she picked the Eagles?
1: Yeah. I think she picked the Eagles too, right? I think she picked the Eagles. And unfortunately, because the rest of her picks, I have the audio. We don't have to play them. The rest of her audio was the Colts, the Cowboys, and the Patriots. That means she went 1-3 this week. She did go 3-1 last week. Stats overbeat beat Cypher. I feel comfortable about this. I wanted y'all to validate this for me. Zoe picked the Eagles, right? I mean, come on, guys. I've been saying I want this authentic. He caught himself. You're right. He did. But Zoe picked the damn Eagles. That's what we're going with. Danny Otto, how do you feel about that? We're going to give the Zoe the Eagles for this one.
0: I feel like that's the pick that she wants. Right. Oh, so, she definitely like wants the Eagles. Her, it's just, just apparently her dad. Yeah, Her dad her is her like, her you're going to
1: make man. me upset. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You can still be my daughter. He's
0: clearly manipulating the witness, right? Yeah. Yeah, All right. definitely. All right.
1: So I'm giving Zoe the Eagles as her pick, which she then got wrong. (laughs) Okay. So here are the standings so far, Danny. Jim Ross. Big shout out to Jim Ross. Stats overbeat Cypher represent 100%. Your lovely daughter, Candace, came on, made her picks, right? She went two and two. She went Cowboys, Colts, Patriots, and Saints. So she wins on the Sunday game. She loses on the Saturday game. She's two and two. Right now, to recap, big shout out, stats overbeat, Cypher, Derek Davis. He had his three year old son involved. He also went two and two. He picked the Chiefs, the Rams, the Chargers, and the Eagles. So, interestingly enough, J- Jim Ross's girl got the Sunday games right, the Saturday games wrong. Derek's son got the Saturday games right, the Sunday games wrong. They are both two and two. My girl, Audrey. My girl, Audrey, she went two and two. She picked the Colts, the Rams, the Pats, and the Eagles. I think she's the one who said she liked the Eagles because they represent America, and she likes America, something like that. She went two and two. So far, all the kids are 500. Dylan, however. Dylan, this is one of my nephews. I call him Tito. Um, He went three and one. He picked the Chiefs. Rams, the Pats, and the Eagles. The Eagles tripped a lot of people up, including Zoe. God damn it! Um, so Dylan is three and one right now. So Dylan is legit. Michaela, my young unicorn in training. Michaela, out there on the West Coast. You saw me doing a video with her for the Wild Card weekend. She went two and two. Wild Card weekend. She went two and two this weekend. She lost with the Colts and the Chargers. He won with the Rams and the Saints. Michaela is now. Four and four on the playoffs. Zoe, we have already covered. She's four and four. That's what we're riding with. She went three and one last week. Wild card, she went one and three in divisional weekend. So she's four and four. Danny Otto, my friend. That's me. How does it feel that, you know, Michaela's won four games. Dylan has three. A lot of the kids have two. We'll give Zoe four and four. How does it feel to have five wins? After two weeks of the playoffs, you are 5-3, and three, my friend. This week, I had you having the Colts, the Rams, the Chargers, and the Saints. So you went 2-2 two and two this week, 3-1 and one over wildcard weekend. That puts you at 5-3, and three, right, Danny?
0: It does. It. I, How do know, you feel?
1: You are slightly better, or is that why you think Zoe picked the Eagles? Because you know that you can get a game lead on her, but if we gave her the Saints, you guys would be tied.
0: Well, that's why, before this show, I was saying, I don't know if I should weigh in on this, because... It was a controversial pick on, my, on sure. my part, too. That's true. But, I mean, it was decided by majority. It wasn't just just me who made the decision.
1: Ooh, wait a second. Mendo Bruce. I like what you're saying. Mendo, let's let's see about this. Hey, Danny, what do you think about this? Mendo Bruce. Big shout-out to Mendo Bruce. I hope you're doing well out there in Cali, brother man. You know I'm always thinking of you. Um, Mendo Bruce is saying, Zoe shouldn't go 2-2 two two this week. That pick, we should just take it out of it. And she should be one and two for the weekend. And just make that like an abstain kind of thing. Like she didn't pick anything. What do you think about that? Which would make Zoe four and three? What do we think?
0: I mean, that... Like a no vote. that
1: Like an abstention kind of thing. What do you think about that one? I'm okay with that. Because this impacts her winning percentage, right? At least her winning percentage is a little bit better if we call her four and three with the asterisk. What do you think about that one I'm okay with that I like that mendo Bruce hit me up on the cipher guys in the chat room how do you think uh, how do you agree with that what do you think you think Zoe should be uh one and two what do you think
0: I'm okay with that I, I don't I don't really I don't have any arguments against that all right
1: so that's what we'll do we'll split the difference we'll call Zoe four and three you're five and three Michaela's four and four Dylan is three and one however this is speeds versus the kids right we just talked about all the kids speeds however if you remember my picks from last week i gave you the colts which was a loss i gave you the rams win i gave you the saints win and i told you how much i love the chargers but ultimately i said i have to pick the patriots so i went three and one this week i went three and one wild card week your boy speeds is six and two on the playoffs these kids they're two games back of me danny speeds versus the kids speeds is in the lead how does it feel
0: don't let it go to your head. No, no, no. Stay, yeah. stay
1: ahead. Don't worry about it. I won't let it go to my head the fact that I can outpick, you know, seven year olds when it comes to the NFL playoffs. Look, I, I won't know let it's that get to my head. Like to brag I promise.
0: About, <laughs> but l- l- let's just, don't get cocky. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Okay. So
1: listen, here's what I'm going to say to everybody, to Jim Ross, to anybody in the sound of my voice right now watching on YouTube. First of all, thank you for doing so. Um, send me videos, man just like Derek Davis did last week just like um just like Jim Ross did last week if you have a kid that wants to pick these championship games against me we I'll track him I'll check I'll check the record yeah Lance listen I just love the kids bro the kids if 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 one of the kids is 8-0 right now then one of the kids would be 8-0 right now listen I I'm I, I'm just trying to pick the games and see if anybody can do it so far this is the third year in a row we've done this nobody has beaten Speeds just yet um that's right Lance you know they got to learn how it feels how it feels to not always be the best you know what I mean I I I get that feeling I didn't win every league I was in this year you know you got to deal you got to eat some humble pie but to this point If you got entries, if your kids want to get down, if you send it to me before we air on Thursday, you can hit me up on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds, right? Send me a video. We'll do our best to get your kids some shine, some airtime, some love with Stats Overbeat Cypher right here, you know, uh, against Speeds. But here's now the other question I have for you. Danny, Venmo Brian, I need a ruling on this. My man Tito, Dylan, he's three and one. Legit three and one, right? I'm six and two. So my question for you guys is: Is Th- is Tito or is Dylan's three and one better than your five and three, Danny? You know what I mean? Like percentage wise, he's he's at seventy five percent. That's better than the clip you're picking at, but. You picked more games, so more chances to lose. You know what I mean? Like, imagine like if one kid just picks just the Super Bowl and gets it right and is one and zero. Are they really better than someone who picked all the games, all eleven games, and went like seven and four? That's tough. So my question for you, Venmo Brian. My question for you, Danny Otto, is: Are we doing this on like number of correct picks, or are we doing it on win percentage? What do you think we should do here? Because I don't want anybody complaining and calling foul later on when for the third year in a row. Speeds beats the kids. So let's clarify here. Danny, Venmo, Brian, what should we do here? Winning percentage, number of correct picks, how should we do it?
0: I don't know. It's tough because we we do have a mismatch in, in the amount of picks and stuff like that. So it's, it is it is hard. You really can't do win percentage. It's almost like we have to do a combination of both. Yeah. To look look at, at both as aspects because in the grand scheme of things, one and three, the winning percentage is more impressive, I guess. Yes, but right. it's a
1: limited sample size. You exactly. know what I mean?
0: Exactly. But All right.
1: I picked, Strong I Style, 40. by the way, says it needs to be Danny Otto versus the kids. What do you think about that?
0: <laughs>
1: I like that. Jeremy McMahon, big shout out to you. Spark that ish, baby. You know what it is. Um, You know, Dilly Dilly, make it pop, make it happen, as always. Y'all, y'all doing crazy things with your emojis in the chat room. I don't know what that is, Lance. What is like that second, or what's that third damn emoji you put out there, that's wild um so Danny, I don't know, we're we gonna put your winning percentage up against uh Dylan, or what?
0: I think there needs to be a combination okay. like if we're if we're gonna use asterisks for everything yeah. then maybe maybe it's another asterisk or so, or something right. like that.
1: All right, Venmo Brian, what do you think about this? Number of correct picks or winning percentage? How should we do it? Because a lot of kids that are getting in, like Jim Ross's daughter, for example, he, I, I didn't get picks for Wild Card Weekend. I was off. I was on vacation. You know what I mean? So it's tough. How do we? How do we uh, judge the final tally? Wins percentage? What do you think, Venmo Brian?
0: I like percentage, so one of the kids could win. Wow. Yeah, so you're for saying? The so wow. you're
1: saying that Dylan and I are tied for first place because he's three and one and I'm six and two?
0: Sure. I feel like. That's messed up. Brian is just bitter because his team lost. That's true. And now he just wants to create chaos. That might be it. That's what Yo, I think is happening. are you
1: just on chaos theory of Brian? Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. All right, so here's the thing, though. There's only three games left. You know what I mean? So, like, I already have six wins. You know, so JR's daughter can't catch me. There's only three games left. Derek Davis can't catch me. Audrey can't catch me. You know what I mean? Like Michaela I would have to go undefeated and I have to go winless for her to surpass me. All I'm saying is speeds, I got you locked down. All right, but we'll see. Send me your your kids' picks. Stats overbeat cipher, send them to me. I'll be happy to try and play them. We'll track the picks. We'll see if anybody can beat speeds. Hey yo, guys, uh Venmo Brian, we've only got a couple of minutes left. I see you over there in the fantasy pit of misery. A lot of times you get French fries, right? Yep. Okay, so uh, you like fast food? I do. Are you an elite college athlete who just won a national championship?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: No. So did you see this, Venmo, O'Brien? Our guy, our glorious commander in tweets, Agent Orange, 45, the stable genius. I'm the vocal minority, though. Um, you know, got the Clemson championship-winning football team to come on in. Lucky that they decided to show up, if you ask me. But hey, that's another topic for another day. But because of this good old government shutdown, they didn't have the staff as usual to, you know, cook the dinner. So homeboy decides to order in for the Clemson Tigers. He gets some pizza, some Wendy's, some Big Macs, some fries. Do you think that's really part of the elite college football players' diet? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, have some Big Macs. Congrats! It's
0: the off season. It's the off season.
1: Oh, so it's all good? Some of these guys are going to be big time in prep. Like, the combine is in like three weeks, though, uh, Brian.
0: It's a cheat day.
1: No, BS. <laughs> BS. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. That's the sound effect that I'm looking for. You're telling me that, oh, I'm going to go to White House so I can have a triple, uh, triple decker Big Mac or whatever it is? Nah, I don't buy that Venmo, Brian.
0: I don't know. He's crazy.
1: Yeah. All saying? right. Fine. <laughs> Obviously, we can get into that. But like, couldn't he have done something different? Honestly, it's almost like he took like whatever was the least, you know, like the stupidest thing possible. It's like when faced with things, it's like, ah, what's the silliest thing I can do? Sure, let me get a bunch of pizza and Big Macs for the Clemson Tigers. I, I, it's just so crazy. But I digress. Hey, Venmo, Brian. You uh, you gonna play college football? You're a little too slight for that, right?
0: Hey, I can play some QB.
1: Uh, maybe. Maybe you should play some QB, but if you'd have to study, you wouldn't be able to play baseball also like Kyle Amari, right? Where do you think he should go? I think he needs to play baseball. What do you think?
0: NFL. You get your money quicker. Yeah.
1: But in football, you can get real hurt, though. You ain't getting hurt in baseball like that. Uh, I don't know. Oh, you all right? You ain't worried about it? Whatever. It's easy when you're not talking about your ACL, right? <laughs> in any event, I'll be back on Thursday. Send me videos. We'll break down championship uh, Sunday games. We'll do some DFS nuggets. We'll put the fun and functional sports content as always. Thanks to everybody in the Cypher for always holding me down. Mendo, Bruce, Clayton, Trahan, Lance Davis, Strong Style. I'll see y'all Thursday. Smash that like button. Peace.